Hey, welcome back to another Pogo podcast where we explore current events through the lens of good government. My name is Ari Goldberg. Today we're talking about Pentagon secrecy. How many secrets are too many secrets? It's a big question because the top brass is trying to push through a measure in Congress to make it more difficult than it already is for the public to get information out of the Department of Defense. Right now, congressional leaders are finalizing the huge annual defense bill called the National Defense Authorization Act, or NDAA. In this year's NDAA, which is set to hand over $602 billion of taxpayer money for defense next year, there's a provision to exempt the Pentagon from Freedom of Information Act requests by the public, or FOIA requests, as we often refer to them. To discuss this, I'm joined by Elizabeth Hempowitz, POGO's policy counsel, who oversees our legislative reform work and focuses on whistleblower protections and government accountability. Thanks for joining us, Liz. Thanks for having me. All right, why don't you kick this off and tell us what's going on with uh, FOIA in the annual defense bill? So this year, the Pentagon has requested what is essentially an agency-wide carve-out to FOIA. So how FOIA works is that uh, anyone can request documents from an agency, and as long as those documents don't fall within one of nine exemptions, the agency has to release those documents. So, so there's only nine exemptions. That doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah, nine doesn't sound like a lot, except for when you consider that the third exemption refers specifically to any other statute that says that you can't release information under FOIA. So DOD right now, the Pentagon, sorry, uh, has hundreds of B3 statutes. So the first exemption to FOIA already covers classified information. So that is a big one that, that the Pentagon uses to withhold information, and for good reason. And then the third exemption, as I said, is um, it covers anything that a statute says shouldn't be included. So what is in the NDAA would be a new B3 exemption. So, so what you're saying is that classified information is already exempt under FOIA. And I mean, I think we can all agree that there are secrets that a country needs to keep away from its enemies. And it sounds like the Pentagon already has that power. So why is it asking for more power? That's a great question. So the Pentagon is saying that they want this exemption because they don't want to have to give unclassified information that uh, our adversaries would be able to use to, to decipher what our military techniques are. But they already have the power yes, to do that, they, right? Yes, they already have that power. Like I said, they can already withhold classified information, but they can already withhold a ton of unclassified information. So the idea that our adversaries are going to be using FOIA to to get to glean information that'll put our troops at risk is almost laughable when you look at how many how long it takes for for our military departments to answer FOIAs. It's between like averages are 166 days over a year. You know, it, the FOIA is not a great espionage tool. FOIA is a great oversight tool, and uh -huh. so oh, so so the kinds of things that they may be trying to hide. Maybe it's worthwhile looking at the examples of things that journalists over the years have uncovered from FOIA requests to give us an example of the types of things that the Defense Department might be trying to hide. So this is one of the biggest uses of FOIA, is for investigative reporters to break these stories that we are pretty sure the Pentagon would never release themselves, such as um, a story that ProPublica uh, published that the Department of Defense sold weapons to Bahrain's regime in the midst of the Arab Spring. Uh, and the Boston Globe used FOIA to prove that Pentagon workers and contractors with high-level security clearances were downloading child porn at work. So this is taxpayer time, money, and resources being used to download child porn. And we have FOIA to thank for uncovering this story. 
Wow. I, I know there's a lot of examples. Um, there, there was another one, I believe, um, that a journalist uncovered using FOIA, something about military drones and almost hitting a school. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those were military drones that, that crashed in the U.S. That one that you're referring to, it was a school in Pennsylvania. Um, but there were 49 crashes like that in the U.S. since 2001. And uh, wow, we know four, about that story because of FOIA. 49 crashes of drones in the U.S. since yeah. 2001. Well, let's talk about what people can do to prevent this measure from going through. Um, Pogo signed up to a coalition of groups from the left, right, and center to draft a letter. Can you tell us a little bit about that letter? Yeah, that letter was one of the broadest uh, broadest sign-ons that we've had at POGO. It included everybody from um, the ACLU to downsize DC, uh, taxpayers for common sense. Um, I think you know that letter is up on our website. I encourage uh, your listeners to go visit that. Um, but, but one of the things that really struck me is not just the political breadth of these organizations, but also the issue areas that they work on. And I think that just goes to show um, that there's just such a wide range of documents and information that the Department of Defense has. And all these organizations, organizations that work on spending, organizations that work on human rights issues, everybody cares about being cut off from access to this information that DOD has because they house so much of it. Okay, cool. That um, I'm looking over at our producer, Yulia, to make sure that that letter is also attached uh, online to this website, and she's nodding, saying that it is, so I encourage people to look at that letter. Uh, what about ordinary people, um, you know, people who aren't, or, who aren't affiliated with a major organization? What, what can they do if they're outraged by this? Yeah, um, well, you know, it's, it's great for ordinary people to be involved because FOIA really is a tool of the people. It's one of the easiest ways that we can use uh, to, you know, everybody has access to it, and it's one of the easiest ways to get information from our government. So I really encourage people who are listening to this to contact their members of Congress, uh, say that this is important to them, that we just passed monumental FOIA reform in this Congress, and that this provision, if it goes through on the NDAA, will gut that reform for the Department of Defense, um, especially if their congressmen are um, are on the House or Senate Armed Services Committees. Uh, but even if they aren't, just uh, reach out to their members of Congress and tell them that this is important. And um, I would like to say also that the best way to do that is to call those offices. It only takes a handful of phone calls for for a for a member's office to realize that this issue that an issue is important to their constituents. Uh huh. And when is this a piece of legislation likely to come up on the floor? So it's unclear. Um, we we're hearing different reports from uh, inside the conference committee. Uh, it can come up as soon as this week, um, or it can be as late as December. Um, you know, there's not a lot of information coming out of that conference committee, so I encourage uh, people to act quickly uh, on this. Uh, we don't know when it'll be on the floor, but hopefully when it is, this provision is not in it. Uh-huh. All right, so time is of the essence. And there's one more point I want to I wanna make. Um, so like I said at the beginning of this podcast, that this would be a new B3 statute, so one of those nine exemptions. And I think it's important for people to realize that once a B3 statute is enacted, it's almost never revisited. So this isn't something that they can pass this year, see it as a mistake, and decide to take it out next year. That is almost completely unlikely to, to happen. And so it's really important that this provision or any provision that would affect FOIA to this degree be cleared by those committees of jurisdiction. And this has not gotten the sign off on those committees in the Senate or the House. And um, so I think it's really important that people know that this is a really big deal. Uh huh. And so that sounded a little wonky. If it's said another way, and tell me if this is accurate, 
if this provision goes through, basically the toothpaste is out of the tube and we can't put it back in. Yeah, essentially. That uh, is correct. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's get this done as soon as possible. Thank you, Liz Hempowitz. Thank you, Ari. We are the Project on Government Oversight. To learn more, visit us at pogo.org and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast was produced by Yulia Giorgio and features the music of Bombadil. It was not produced anywhere near a live studio audience. <laughs>